Hey everybody, welcome back to Big Mood. This is episode seven. This has been so much fun. Thanks for listening. I'm here today to talk to Lane. Lane is a senior at the high school this year, and this is my second year having him in class, and in next semester, he's gonna join the Triple Threat Club, meaning he'll have taken all the classes that I offer here at the high school, which is super exciting. Guys, this talk is gonna be awesome. I'm also nervous because it's a big topic, and I think that Lane is really brave for coming here and talking about it, and he's rolling his eyes right now, but that's really what I believe, so that's what I'm gonna say. So, with that being said, Lane, set the scene. Where are we right now? Okay, so right now we are in the radio television room, which is that small room right off the library. It's got a green screen, some set lights, some books, empty bookshelves, and we're also in those really comfy chairs from the library. So yes, yeah, super comfy. This is the most laid back big mood we've ever had. And that's the sound of the chair. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Lane, what are we here to talk about today? Well, we're here to talk about me. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're here to talk about mental illnesses, mainly what I have, which is autism and ADHD, which I really don't view as being brave for speaking up against. Oh, I just view it. Yeah, I have it. Oh, well, life moves on. Life moves on. End of episode. Yeah, done. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, let's get started. So, when you hear the term mental health, what do you think of? Mental disabilities, basically. Autism, ADHD, dyslexia, there's a whole bunch of those. Dyscalculia is one of them. I think that's, you can't see numbers. I don't remember. Can't see them? No, no, not can't see them. Ugh. <laughs> oof. Big <laughs> oof. oof. Yeah, that's a big oof. No, it's like, it's like dyslexia where numbers, well, letters switch in and out, but it's numbers. That's okay. what that is. Hey, you said that you were going to talk about uh, when we first met. And I'm oh, curious what okay. You're so I, I was after school. It must have been a part of a club. But I'm walking past your room, and you're with, like, two students. I think it was Nate Dunbar and Allie Andrews. I don't remember why you were in there. So I asked Nate later, like, at an academic meet. And he's like, oh, yeah, we didn't show up for, like, a set crew thing. So he made us do something <laughs> like i was like punishing them yeah <laughs> I was like, that well, does, I, that I does not sound saying. like me <laughs> i'll ask ali andrews from episode three or four episode four to corroborate that i'm not sure if that's true that's funny i, I just remember seeing both i'm like that's weird why is he just looking over the shoulders very <laughs> sternly maybe that was like my first year i don't know oh uh, let's see i'd be maybe sophomore i don't know okay so a couple years ago yeah so before we move on, I want you to briefly describe what autism and ADHD are and kind of how they impact your life. ADHD is Attention Deficit Hyperactive Disorder, which has now been changed to ADD, just mashed all together, which is Attention Deficit Disorder. Mm-hmm. And autism is a mental disability, but I don't have autism. I have Asperger's, which is basically I can't pick up on social cues and stuff like that. Like, it's just social interaction as a whole. And, uh, but it's recently gotten moved to autism, which is a whole bunch of stuff. I am basically viewed as the a high-functioning autist. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I'm skipping out on the second question. Oh, well. Basically, I'm, I'm pretty much normal, but mm, some problems here and there. Social cues, for instance, like, I'll be 
talking about something I'm passionate in, which is a trait of autism. It's basically you will be interested in a topic almost to the point of obsession. Mm-hmm. And so basically I'll be talking about something that I'm passionate about, and I'll see that the people aren't really interested in that, so I'll just stop and move on. Right, so you get, like, super focused on something, and you want to keep talking and talking and talking, and people around you don't? I just, yeah, just have a general super interest in it. I mean, with my medication that I used to take, which was Vyvanse, yes, Mm -hmm. it I'll just be focused. That was Adderall. No, not no, it was it was Vyvanse. Mm-hmm. It was basically helped me focus for my ADHD. But over the years, I like by sophomore year, I just cut and completely stopped taking Adderall. So that's been fun. Has that has not taking medication changed kind of your mood or how you act? Not really. I mean, I never really noticed any effect with the medication when I was taking it. Good or bad? Oh, bad. But here's where that comes in. So whenever I would need to, like, st- take a test or, like, focus on a test, like, I knew it would have multiple, I would take a Vyvanse. Mm-hmm. And when I would take it for, after a long period of time of not taking it, it would hurt. I mean, I remember I would get stomach pains, and oh, I'd wow. be, I would be hyper-focused, which is mm-hmm. not fun. Like, we would talk about one subject in geography, and I would be so focused about one, like, thing, for the whole day I would just want to do that one thing, and then... I eventually didn't do that. Yeah. So do you feel like that impacts how you learn? Like, is that how does that change how you kind of learn in the classroom? Well, I've, <laughs> I'm going to say I forget because I do. Like, one of my favorite classes for some odd reason was world, not world, it was some like, world class, world history, whatever. Uh-huh. We'll, and I can remember a whole bunch about that class for whatever reason. I don't even know why. That's just how the brain works, I guess, because I can have, like, a 15-minute discussion. Like, driving. Driving is a big thing I noticed. I can drive for, like, 15 minutes, and it'll just be, like, five seconds that I yeah. got. So it's like, I got in the car. I forgot I got in the car, and I'm somehow at my own house now. I don't even notice it. And that's, like, when I'm talking to people, too. Just now in this conversation, I've already forgot that we've had this podcast running for about five minutes, I'm going to yeah. say. feel like five seconds. Yeah, that's really interesting. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. Um, what are some of the things that you do to overcome these barriers? You said that you have had medication. Are there any other techniques or things that you have done in the past? Well, just picking up more on social cues. When the person loses interest, I'll stop talking about it. Besides that, not really. I can think of at the moment. I don't know. Big mood episode two with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. So... What would you say are some of the stigmas or beliefs surrounding mental health that you would like to see go away? Okay, well, one of them I know is people with mental disabilities, such as autism, are viewed as, like, unintelligent or stupid. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, for some people who are lower on the spectrum, that might apply to them. But PR, people who are higher functioning, not really. I mean, I get average grades in both of my mm-hmm. classes. I know I will struggle, but I've been doing pretty well this school year, always. Yeah, congrats. Oh, thanks. And that's pretty common, right, for for a lot of people on the spectrum or not to struggle through certain aspects of school. Yeah. They also may be viewed as weird because they'll do things that aren't very socially acceptable. (laughs) Example from today. Someone gave 
No, it was Allie. Allie Andrews gave Chloe Stevens a bag of candy. And I remember I got to keep the bag. Yeah. That's so what I did. As I went to the drinking fountain outside of Satch's class, filled it up with water, and I asked for a straw. And I gave it to you. I, I, I don't did, really know why I, I did that. I drank, I drank it. It was good. Yeah, so Lane is walking around the halls of the high school with a bag of water. It's like a Halloween bag. Yeah, it said boo with, on the side. With probably like candy corn residue in the bottom. Was the water sweet at all? No, not oh, really. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I honestly think, and, and I, I know this to be true, like things like that, like people really like like that about you like like those kind of kind of funny really? things like that makes me feel good about myself well i think you should because i know that i not that i talk about you a lot behind uh, i think you do <laughs> but i know that when i do talk with people it's all like people like smile when they like hear your name like people really like to be around you that makes me feel wholesome oh that makes me glad i'm just here to i'm just here to boost you up yeah i was just saying are there any other like stigmas or kind of stereotypes that you've seen that you would wish would go away let's see besides acting weird doing things differently than others i think because i mean i definitely want to do things as directly as possible but if i can somehow throw in more steps like rube goldberg i'm Mm -hmm. in that there's adhd kicking in i'll be focused on some other topic i'm in rube goldberg and it's really fun i like Mm -hmm. that because you make one thing and you make it as complicated as possible one year was opening an umbrella and with 75 steps we did that went to nationals which was in wisconsin that's awesome oh yeah so would you say that something like rube goldberg is really good for you because it is more structured and yes i feel as if i'm very hands-on learning just Uh reading a whole bunch yeah it's okay but i would rather do things more hands-on one of the things that i can do like speech wise would be uh those great discussions i'm always love to do those yeah so in short stories we read a story and then have a discussion over it and you you are you're always at like the top of the list because i so but yeah you you definitely excel so you're saying you excel in those kind of environments yeah basically it's a higher level of thinking in that group that when we have a conversation Mm -hmm. yeah so you say so do you think then that that it, it is that high like higher level of thinking that is more on your wavelength like you yeah in a sense i mean something that i do that might be viewed mean is you would have a scale at the top scale would be people like normal people who don't have any mental illnesses then a little bit under that you have me and then a little bit more below that is other people uh, yeah like they, they would have mental illnesses too and it's probably a very serious thing for them but i don't view them as smart as me which might be a selfish thing of me but that's just what i think yeah do you do you think about that scale a lot no like when I, you first sent me the questions that's when it never just clicked with me like yeah here's me he's here's normal people here's me here's the weird people that's how i view it right i mean i honestly think that like i think that a lot of people kind of have that scale in their mind like for me like even though I'm college educated, I think of other teachers I know or other people who I view as higher than me on the scale of, yeah, of educated. <laughs> <laughs> that is T. Okay, so Lane has repeatedly told me <laughs> that he has a list of like top three teachers, okay, and I'm it, number two, and I can't move up. I can't well, move up. Uh, no, because I mean I you're, can. You're but cool, it's really hard. but you're not that cool. I'm not the list, cool. if you anyone's wondering, it's Andrew Cameron, Paul Satchwell. 
Craig Hughes. Yeah. That, that's how I view my list. Which I'm very honored to be on that list. Those are great men. So. Oh, they are. Oh, they're both, the all three really amazing teachers that I've had at this school. That I've definitely, I've definitely, I know I've talked to Cameron about my ADHD and autism. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, that's cool. Are you, are you, uh, obviously your teachers know because that's well, part of our job. Yeah. But are you pretty open with like talking with them and asking for accommodations when you need them and things like that? <laughs> oh, am I? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> One of the examples I can remember is I, as a student with a mental illness, I have what's called a 504 plan. I don't mm-hmm. know exactly what that means. I get extended time on test and I get a scribe for if there's a long written portion. Mm-hmm. But the scribes mostly taken out due to the computer. Yeah. Would you say that most teachers, as you kind of, so like, for example, when people pull out their notebooks, you pull out your computer because you're taking notes. Would you say most teachers are, are good with that? Like, they understand? Yeah, they're fine. Like, whatever. This kid can type on his laptop. These people can write. Yeah, that's fine with me as long as they're typing notes. Right, and not on Google Hangouts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling you out. Like, oh, well, yeah. Calling you out. Okay, we'll stop beef tomorrow. No. <laughs> you walk into W2 ready to throw hands. <laughs> All throw hands with <laughs> With just Halloween bags full of water. <laughs> oh. Here's my next question. Why do you think that it's important to discuss this topic more openly? Well, I think it's, I think it's an important subject to discuss because if gone undetected can lead to some severe incidents. Like if a student with a mental illness is bullied enough, to the point of harming themselves or even worse, that's not good. So if it's openly spoke about, people might just understand. Maybe the world isn't such a bad place and people are just like, oh, you need to get that checked out and fixed and be a better person with yourself. Right. And so basically the person, so there's someone who's maybe struggling and they don't know why, but if it's more wide, like if people are more aware and talking about it more, then they could kind of self-identify and say like, hey, maybe something's not right. I wouldn't go as far as self-identification. Always get an official trained person Mm -hmm. to identify. You just don't self-identify. Oh, yep, I'm failing. I can't pay attention. Must have ADHD. No, officially get yourself checked out that you have a mental illness. Yeah, and I guess what I mean is like, if we can kind of spot those signs within ourselves, we can approach someone and say, I think there's something. There that, you go. You know, That's a good idea. Don't just automatically say, can't focus, have ADHD. Um, if you don't believe me, then, well, tough luck. Yeah. Okay. So I want to switch gears a little bit and okay. start to talk about your generation uh, in regards to this topic. Okay. All right. My first question is, would you say that your generation struggles more with mental health in general than kind of past generations? I wouldn't say, well, in a sense, probably. With the, like, science we have had learned about autism and all different mental illnesses, it's definitely gotten more research into it, so we've now been able to spot the signs easier than we would have 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. I ask that question because when I think of mental health, I not only think of, you know, the spectrum or ADHD, but I also think of things kind of like depression and anxiety. And yeah. I guess I'm curious if you think that you, if people in your generation struggle with that, maybe more so. Definitely. I mean, we have access to a wonderful, but yet can also be horrendous thing called the internet in which, yeah, say for some Say, for instance, a person with a mental disability, let's say depression, which is a mental disability, 
post something they are passionate about on the internet and gets heavily like rained upon is like no this is bad mm-hmm. that can push them to the verge of ending their life which isn't a good thing right yeah i think that i see that a lot in s- people i think that i see that a lot in young people the yes. tendency to kind of fall into a a less uh, healthy mentality and I think that a large part of it is because there's so much access to other people online Mm -hmm. and negative things and even seeing people online who are happy can make people less happy (laughs) yes I can I can see that you're seeing other people who are happy surrounding you and you're like why aren't I happy Mm -hmm. I want to be happy why aren't I there's something wrong with me yeah yeah I think that a lot of people not only young people but just anyone like deals with that um in regards to mental health and, and, and what you experience, do you have open, honest conversations with your friends uh, and your peers about this? <laughs> no, mainly because it's not something that generally gets brought up in a discussion. Oh, let's talk about mental. No, that doesn't, that's a very awkward transition to be into. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've told a few of my friends, hey, I got this. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You're still a person. Let's go. Yeah, so you feel like it's not a big enough deal. Exactly. Because okay. I act normal enough so no one really notices, so, oh well. But going back to friends. Friends are amazing. Because as a person with autism, you have very niche interests. Like mm-hmm. like I said earlier in the podcast, you, obs- you are interested in topics to the point of obsession. Luckily, I don't have any of those, so I'm good. But... When I was in seventh grade, we did an assignment. We, we spent multiple weeks on, maybe like two. And it was a quote from Mother Teresa and something about being friends. And it's like, Sight, remember a time in which you or a friend has given you motivational words or something like that. Mm-hmm. And when the paper was due and she asked, why don't you have anything? I think so. I said something along the lines of, how can I do a subject? How can I do a a paper about a topic of things I don't have and I remember that was an interesting day in that English class because some of the girls got cried like the teachers like if my son were to say that I used to go to a Christian school so like Mm -hmm. if my son were to say that I wouldn't believe that but wow and so made some people cry the next class like the the other teachers like hey I've heard we had a pretty on fun situation, let's have recess. And so that was fun. So it worked out for you. Yeah, it worked out. And so you would say that, you know, at that time in your life, you really didn't feel like you had... Well, I, I had... Okay, of course I did have friends, but I've never had a situation in which, like, a friend or some... I have, I have helped or had a friend who gave me oh, motivational right. words. Mm-hmm. I had, like, one friend, but he was a grade above me, so we really didn't see that people often and then I had a group of friends around my like a grade under me but they went to a different school so I would talk to them online so I didn't have much physical interactions with them so yeah Yeah. having friends in your age like in your age that you can see every day is amazing Mm -hmm. and you would say that you do have a good group of friends oh definitely Josh Michael T and Mikhail when I occasionally see him Mm -hmm. it's amazing because you can talk to them you can hang out you can play games with them it's the best yeah yeah, and it kind of goes back to that whole, like, um, you know, with, with depression or anxiety, like, friends don't 
friends aren't the cure, but friends are a big part of the help. Yes. Like having that community. I wasn't you. ever depressed when I said, "Yeah, I right. have no friends," but yeah, definitely having them now is amazing. Yeah, I love that. I'm so happy for you. I I am too. <laughs> Lane is currently laying back in his recliner, clutching <laughs> I, his heart. I am. <laughs> I'm so glad. Oh, I hope the mic can pick this up. I'm so glad we're doing this because I definitely think mental illnesses is a topic that most people get like bullied for. They they feel as if they would get bullied for saying what they have. Because mm-hmm. there are fearfully derogatory terms for people who have mental illnesses. Right. But, yeah, but if it becomes more like, yeah, this is it's less taboo. That's what it is. I think it is. And I think that I think that's interesting that you say that, that they're afraid to talk about what they have because they'll get I, bullied and pushed yeah, down. Right. And I think that again everyone is kind of afraid to talk about something quote-unquote wrong with them but for the majority of people it's easier to hide yes. you know but if gone undetected can lead into self-harm or danger to others so that's why it's good to talk about yeah it is so good to talk about and i'm so glad that we're having this conversation yes i honestly just have a, a couple more questions and my next question is do you feel like as a person, it doesn't have to be school related. Do you As feel like do you feel like that in your life you have had adequate help in this area? Like do you feel supported? <laughs> no, but in a sense, yes. My mother okay. who like I said used to teach special ed, she could teach anything from like second grade reading to eighth grade math. Mm-hmm. She dealt with a school back in St. Louis that was lower income family school, so some of the students couldn't read. Right. But anyway, she'll just let me do whatever I think is right and then be like, well, if you messed up, at least you get to learn from it. So I'm like, yeah. So I don't feel supported, but that's because I actually am and I just don't know it. So you you know, so you there is support there, but you don't always it's not see it? visible support. Yeah. Right. But that's perfectly fine. That's what friends are there for. They support you. Mm-hmm. My parents are horrible people. No, they're perfectly fine in what they do, and I respect them for what they do. Mm -hmm. That's a great life-leading way. Let them learn from their mistakes. Yeah, they let you make your own decisions, which I think is really powerful as a young person to be able to do that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I never think we... Yeah, we did miss a question. What was it? It was... um, when did I learn that I had... Oh, shoot. That was supposed to happen so long ago. <laughs> I, knew. I was like, I think we missed something. Yeah, you knew. Okay. okay. So uh, when did you learn that you have ADHD and autism? I was diagnosed with ADHD before I entered kindergarten. My mother's like, we're not giving you to these people without knowing at least first. Mm-hmm. Which is hard because at a younger age, traits like... That's when I was diagnosed with ADHD. Stuff like that's hard to diagnosed because children don't focus because they're children Mm -hmm. but no i got diagnosed and i took adderall uh, amphetamines till sixth grade until the resource person there was like i don't think the like i think over time i was definitely getting high on higher dosages of Mm -hmm. (laughs) almost had asperger's uh adderall (laughs) Like, I think it stopped at 30. And then I eventually switched in, se- in sixth grade when my resource person, not my special resource, like, I go to the resource room. I would do that sometimes. And the person sure. there's like, hey, I need to talk to your mother. I think we should up your dosage. I'm like, okay, that's fine. 
And so I got switched to Vivance, 50 milligrams. Mm-hmm. So that's been fun. And then, of course, in sophomore year, the guidance counselor was like, hey, what if we just were to stop you taking it? So I'm like, okay. But by then, I was what the doctors called self-medicating, which was amazing that I was doing that, that I knew when I needed to take it and why. Yeah. And they were like, that's great of you. It's very independent. Like, when they first said it, I was like, uh-oh, am I not supposed to be self-medicating myself? <laughs> but then, let's see. It was the start, before, it was the first day, it was the day before seventh grade. Mm-hmm. So I was still in St. Louis at my other school. And they, this, like, some place was giving out free screenings because the person there got a grant. Okay. And so I went, and uh, I was, I have actually, more than this autism, I had Asperger's, which is, like I said earlier, a social. I think I had, like, minor OCD and generalized anxiety disorder and stuff like that. My generalized anxiety has shown, like, I've gotten mega nervous before mm-hmm. from, like, small things that people won't even get nervous by. Like, oh, okay. So, yeah, that's the answer to that question. Yeah, wow, thanks for sharing that. I'm curious, Yeah. what's next for you after high school? Oh, okay, so two years of Ivy Tech and then either going to Purdue or IUCUP, I, I don't remember, it's... Some, In Columbus? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. It's like part of Purdue, basically engineering. What I want to do is software engineering, because from a young age, watching my dad do cool stuff like that, I was like, that's cool, that's what I want to do. So I've been very focused on doing that. Do you have plans to hack the government one day? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. That's not what, so, I mean, yeah, no, not, yes, and yes on, that's kind of the field, but not hacking the government, no. <laughs> All right, I'm glad that we cleared that up. I'm glad no, that we No, basically, funny thing about my dad, he worked with Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Then he went to Bausham Lum, which would do like laser eye surgery. Then he moved to, to Boeing and programmed F-15s. Wow. And then he got a better job offering here in Batesville. And so we accepted it. And now he programs medical beds for Hillaram. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think that these chairs we're sitting on are Hillaram, actually. Uh, yeah. Funny thing, we had a chair at our house. ADHD kicking in, I'm telling you. There's a chair at our house. And my dad's like, one day he just flipped it over and he's like, hey, look at this. It has a Hillaram tag on it. <laughs> like, we've had this chair for a while and we just now noticed it was a Hillaram chair. So we thought that was cool. Yeah, I bet they're all over the oh. city. <laughs> well, that wasn't back when we were in St. Louis. Oh, no way. That's a fun game we play now, though. Is whenever we're watching a movie or something, yeah, we'll always spot to see if the hospital bed they're in is from Hillary. I know, and usually it is. Yeah, yeah, because Hillary, I'm such a big supporter of everything. I know we like Hillary. Yes, that's the wonderful thing of Batesville. You're in sick and need of a bed. We got you. You're dead. We got caskets too. <laughs> it's sent from. You're being born. We You're... got a great hospital. No, we do. Yeah, I think need to get educated. Got great schools. Oh, amazing schools. Definitely. Need work? We got a lot of fast food restaurants. <laughs> That's another thing. ADHD and autism. Amazing memory. Like, there's a restaurant in St. Louis. It's called Biohouse Subs. I remember one night I was like playing a game. The game was Uncharted Golden Abyss on the PSP Vita. And I can uh-huh. just remember like that random thing. Yeah. Random spots of memory are there, but then like actually important information. Pfft. 
birthdays. Right. I think I couldn't remember my sister. Would you say that it's like? Um, would you say that it's like visual? Like you can actually shut your eyes and like see that memory. Like it's that powerful. Yeah, I, sometimes I could definitely think that. I think that memory I just had then, mm-hmm. I actually could do that if I felt it. Yeah, wow, that's, that's really neat. That's something I've never noticed, but now they think that it was cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, Lane, this has been really awesome. Oh, man, it's over. Well, almost. I have some lightning round questions okay. that I did not send you. Oh. I know, I know. And so I'm going to ask them, ask you them, and I want you to answer as quickly as you can. Uh, okay. Mr. Satchel's foot is right now like <laughs> on the table while Guys, he's leaning back in the chair. I am so comfortable. I think I might just stay the night here. This is awesome. <laughs> no. No. I know where you live. <laughs> okay, for clarification, he gave me a piece of his mail, and I Google mapped it. And so now I know where he lives. Oh, yeah. It was like a coupon or yeah, something. Yeah, it was a coupon for Great Clips. Yeah. I was like, who in this There's room desperately needs a haircut? Again. I'm just kidding. Oh, oof. Thanks. No, I offered it up to you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We'll throw hands smart. W2. Yeah. W2. Hey, I'm ready. I'll be ready. Okay. Okay. Um, first question. Yeah. Favorite day of the week? Oh, favorite day of the week. Uh, definitely Friday. Gives you more time in the weekend to do fun things. Oh, for sure. Um, would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Well, animals would probably say really interesting things, but speaking every language... Wait, can I speak it fluently? Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. then, yeah, definitely speaking every language. I mean, that's a lot of languages i got to memorize, but that would definitely be something cool. It, yeah. It comes in more handy than talking to animals, I mean. And then no like one Atlanta. else would really believe you. It's yeah, like, what? Atlanta, from the yeah. Mythology <laughs> She's like... that's the funniest literally i'll just walk into mythology class these days after you read that story and then i'll just go and everyone dies it's so funny oh you've already covered it yeah yeah yeah. okay cool or like like today we watched a short cartoon about the trojan war and you heard like horses and everyone was like was that atalanta (laughs) okay have you you shown them the uh the one about jason and the algonauts yet yes Yes, that one's so good. Yeah, it's like, Atlanta, talk to the birds. Squawk! And she's like, oh! <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Those are, those are the best. that memory, like, ADHD. So yeah. Like, yeah, he has one memory to a whole different chain. Yeah. Um, how long does it take you to get ready in the morning? Oh, that's actually a good question. Like, probably around 10 minutes. Because I, I have all my clothes near my bed, but getting them on, getting out the door. Yeah. I pick up my neighbor, Tegan, every day. Hi, Tegan. Yeah, hi, Tegan. I see a message on Hangouts. From him? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's talking about called pooling with Michael. Oh, that's good. Yeah. To D&D tonight? Yeah. What are you doing after this? Uh, I'm going to go to play D&D with Connor Anik, Eli. Oh, that's a, I got to talk about Eli. Uh, Connor Anik, Eli Spurlock, Michael Venus, and Tegan Roke. Now, a funny story about Eli that made me think about like getting this episode. <laughs> Basically, he... he uh, I was like, Lane, we're filming a project that I bet Satch has and can show anyone at any time. It was for short stories. We had to basically oh, no. predict the future. Uh-huh. And we're filming something, and he was like, Lane, what? this is all joking, too. It's like, Lane, why can't you just be normal? I'm like, sorry that I have autism, Eli. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and, and we both died laughing. And from ever on, we've just been joking about that so much. Like that phrase of, like, why can't you just be normal? And you're like, dang it, Lane. Why are you autistic? I don't know, Eli. Oh, no. <laughs> we joke about it. I yeah. know, like... But that's like, goes back to those, like, close friends where you feel comfortable exactly, doing Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, anyone else, like, that would hear that, be like, oh, that, that, like, you're pushing them down, calling them autistic. Nah, it's perfectly fine. 
I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. If you haven't listened to last episode, episode oh six, yes, that's about episode. faith and religion, which I definitely think might be interesting. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, I know it's not even out yet. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it comes out on Thursday. Okay. Well, did come out on Thursday for those listening. It's oh. confusing. Okay. Um, just a couple more. What's your favorite holiday? Okay, let's see. I definitely think Christmas because it gives you time to like hang out with family. Mm. But also, it's cold. You don't want to go outside, and you just got a whole bunch of new stuff, so you can stay inside and do that. Yeah, that's relatable. Oh yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Oh, on a man. scale of one to ten, how good of a driver are you? Okay. Probably on a seven. Okay. Not bad. What? what here. Let's turn the tables. How oh, no. good of a driver do you think you are, Satch? Um, definitely not more than a seven. Okay. I'm really good at like speed limit. I'm golden. Like I don't speed, but I take really sharp turns. Okay. Yeah. Like I don't we... necessarily slow down either. <laughs> I, I keep going fast. Fun fact: I almost failed my driver's test. Oh no. <laughs> That's one thing I, I've done. I've definitely turned corners too fast. Yeah. But besides that. Oh. Yeah, I actually have an app that like grades my oh, driving. Oh, is it like State Farm? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yes, I have one I of love State Farm. And it grades my driving, and my, my turns are like a C- minus right now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is like an A or like a B+. Plus. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lane, thanks so much. Is there any any last thing that you want to say to the people out there? Well, since I'm probably one of the most open people to talk about this subject, I mean, they're probably all the people who can talk, but they're not just as open because they'll get ridiculed. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions, I will gladly answer them. I'll come on for a second episode. Yeah, we'll do a follow-up question. I episode. can definitely do a Q&A. If there's enough questions, I doubt there will be because people like, what what is it to ask this kid? I don't know. Anything. Anything. Lane's an open book. So here's your challenge, listeners. Send me some questions on Instagram, email, Facebook, and if we get enough, Lane and I will do a follow-up Q&A episode. MySpace. Yes. <laughs> AOL Messenger. Yeah. Any RIP. That got shut down. Carry- oh, it did? Yeah. Carrier pigeons, then. They can- yeah. Wait, they can get shot down. Oh, no. Hopefully they don't. No. Anyway, Lane, this has been great. Oh. Thanks for coming on. Guys, if you've enjoyed this episode or any of my past episodes, or if you haven't, head over to iTunes and leave a review. I have a few, which is awesome, but it's always fun to get more praise. Right, Lane? Yeah, it's amazing. I was just looking up to see if Big Moon was actually on Spotify, and it is. It is on Spotify. So it's not on SoundCloud, though. I know, it's not on SoundCloud or YouTube, but it's fine. I'll get there. Yeah. So, guys, stream episodes, share with your friends. My takeaway from this episode today is that friendship is super important. Yes. Everyone needs a good friend. Friends are awesome. And make friends with people who might be different than you. You never know what might happen. No. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. This has been a big mood. It sure has. It sure has. Woo, that went by so fast. Yes. See? Like, that felt like two minutes. I know, know, it really That was like an actual hour. I know, I know. We've been here for over an hour. Wait, what was the time? What was the response?